evening. Good evening. How is everyone doing? Yeah. So um, I just uh, want to say to all the new people and the old, what Mary Lou said is perfect. That's how we should be changing, really, like going from dreading something to now thinking so differently that the thing that you used to dread, you're now deriving joy from it. That's thinking differently. Because people almost feel that, oh, you know, in order to get joy, I need to go somewhere. I need to go and walk about in the outback somewhere, this place, that place. No, you don't just need to change your thinking. And by the way, listen, if you have language stuff, Greek, Hebrew, no problem. As long as there's a point, as long as there is a point for it, what you're trying to do, if it's just kind of um, uh, of a jeopardy kind of a thing, no, I'm not doing that, I'm doing it. So there's a point and somehow you need to gain the understanding for your growth. Okay, so, um, so this is what we're all about, growth. So I wanna to go to Colossians 3 and thanks to all the new people. Hopefully you'll understand that this is about, or from this message you'll see that uh, um, I'm interchanging people's cognitions, how people think, right? How people think. You, you change your thinking, you change your feeling, and you change your, how you feel, you change how you behave. So that's essentially the basis of what I do. So Colossians 3, um, verse 1. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, so that's not an interrogative, that's not a question, that's a statement. You'll see in some versions, it will say, since you have been raised up with Christ. So you have. So therefore, if you have been raised, so let me change that. Therefore, you have been raised up with Christ. Keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are, are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Father, I just pray that you would open up our hearts and our minds, Lord God, and give us the grace to... Uh, to think better so that we can live better. In Jesus' name, amen. So, so we've been raised up with Christ, right? So the reality of the new birth is essentially um, when Christ died and ascended, our true life, right, is up in the heavenly realms and because our true life our spirit that is connected to christ it's kind of like an umbilical cord uh, of a baby is connected to its mother you know scripture says we were baptized into christ 
which is essentially what happened is this cosmic connection to Christ. And so he's saying, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. So you have this heavenly spirit, right? You have this heavenly spirit, even though you've got this physical residence, our minds need to come in line with the heavenly spirit. So keep seeking. So that verb, keep seeking. So that is a present tense reality, right? And the kind of action in the present tense is continuous, right? It's continuous action. Keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Because where you truly find fulfillment is when your mind starts aligning with this new spirit that you've got, right? There's a lot of contradictions in Christianity. You've got Christians who've got a new spirit, but a very, very old mind, right? You can't find fulfillment that way. We, our minds, our, our minds have got to become more in alignment with our new spirit, right? And so we have to keep seek, seeking things above. And then look what he says. So you've got this seek. That is the first verb, keep seeking. And then look the second one in verse two, set. So set, set your mind on the things above. So you're seeking and then you set. That is to be a continuous thing. We are to keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. The world almost teaches this flavor of the month, not even flavor of flavor of the week. Set your mind on this thing today, that thing tomorrow. Now the Johnny Depp trial is over. Set your mind on so somebody else is going to be having a trial. Something else is going on. Keep Lord seeking the flavor of the month. You know what Satan's goal is to do is really is to keep your mind here on earth. Is to keep your mind here on earth because as long as he can neutralize your mind right he's neutralizing that power you know the more your mind changes to become more like christ the more your mind is able to ignite that brand new spirit that you've got the more supernatural you become satan wants us to be natural he wants this mental ascent to go on. Essentially, mental ascent is really with your own mind trying to ascend to God. There's no power in that. You are limited. But when you keep seeking things above, that ignites your spirit. Then you have this supernatural power. You know, when you keep seeking things above, you have this 
this, just this knowing in your heart, there's certain things that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they're just going to happen. I could not give you rationale. If I could give you rationale, the reason, in other words, the reasons behind me knowing, then that would essentially be sensory knowledge, earthly knowledge. But when you just know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you know and you don't know why, this is where we need to get to. And this is where we get to when our minds are keeping seeking things above. This can't happen for a day. It's got to be, as I said, the present tense verb. Understand one thing. Verb, when we start talking about present tense, past tense, and all of that, it has nothing to do with time in grammar. It's all to do with the type of action. Like the present tense is it's called verbal aspect. It's continuous action. So you're continuously seeking. There is no time frame on it. Past tense is unfinished action, right? So we keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. This is the key to the kingdom, continuing to seek. You think about it. one of the things, one of the most common things that has no sustenance is people not having a devotion like, oh, oh, I got tired. Oh, I got so many things to do. Oh, once all of those distractions are going on, you've got this brand new spirit, but without this renewed mind, to ignite that spirit and it needs you it needs to be ignited this is why we have to keep seeking the things above and so you're setting your mind on the things above not on the things on the earth because setting your mind on things above gives you the power to walk supernaturally on the earth, you can't have it in your own natural mind. You've got to have that word continuously bombarding your mind, continuously getting all of the natural dunge out of your mind, right? Because it's all the natural that is kind of nullified the supernatural. Because really, I believe we should be walking in miracles. Why not? Does God have a recession on them? No, there's no recession on them. None. It doesn't matter. God supply all of our according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, not according to the Dow Jones, the S&P. Come on. There is no recession. There is no limit to what our minds can do if we set our minds on the things above so you've got seek, set, in verse 2, and then the third verb, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. I'm going to say the third verb is settle. Nothing more settled than a dead man, right? Nothing more settled than a dead What does it mean? For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. 
I said to you, well, I'm dead. Well, Robert, there's something wrong with you. Maybe you need, maybe you need to go and see someone because clearly, you know, you're all animated. How can you be dead? So dead in this sense, essentially means you have died to the old desires. But here's the thing, here's the thing got to understand is that even though you have died to the old desires, you still have knowledge of your experience. You still have knowledge of your experience. So what does that mean? That means we have certain experiences, right, that keep these desires going. Keep these, we don't have to do these things, but we feel that we need to because we have experience of these things. What is it that we have that God doesn't have? God has knowledge of sin, but God has no experience of sin. We have experience of sin. If you have experience of drinking, smoking, drugging, whatever, sexing, you can be tempted by all of those things. You can be tempted by all of those things. There are people who go back to addictions 20 years after they stopped doing it. Really, 20 years after they have stopped doing it. How many times has Steven Tyler been caught back up in heroin? And he's been off it for many, 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 and just gets caught back up in it. There's a, a guy, um, a good actor too, um, that died some years ago. He was a really good actor. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That guy was a brilliant actor. But he went back to heroin like years, like about 10 years after he quit doing it. Because you can be tempted. This is why, and it may not, it doesn't have to be something as insidious, right, as heroin. It can be little, little things that can trip you up if you don't keep seeking those things above. Because if you're seeking the things below, do you know what will happen seeking things below? It just intensifies these desires that you have. Just intensifies these desires. One of the greatest spiritual exercises you can do to cause desires to go away while you are doing it or to lessen them is to fast. Is to fast. When you are fasting, even not having food what do you what are you powered by you are powered by that spiritual engine i have actually fasted and i've had so much energy when i fasted you know when my energy has been sapped when i actually broke the fast by eating whoa i almost like wanted to fall right to sleep but before that wow it is amazing folks i am telling you so keep seeking those things about where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And we know Jesus even said it. Man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. He was on fire in that wilderness. 
right? His engine was just, I mean, it was rocket fuel. And so we have died and our life is hidden with Christ in God. That can only be realized though, the death to these desires when you are seeking those things above. This is a, is a sequence, verse one, you're seeking, boom. You've, verse two, you've set. Verse three, you've settled because you have died in your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. The spiritual realm, feeding that spirit, but it enables you to, to see things differently. It enables you to get joy. Look what, how Mary Lou started this off. She dreaded doing that. She dreaded doing that painting. Without Paul seeking things above, he would have dreaded being in prison. But what did he say when he was in prison? Philippians 4 verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Because when, even though you're physically in prison, if your mind is seeking and setting and is set on the things above, that will ignite your spirit. You've got heaven going on inside of you. This is where fulfillment occurs. It doesn't occur outside of you. It occurs right in here. Rivers of living water inside of you, right? This is where the peace and this is where the joy comes from. This is why the people that we see depressed, committing suicide, they've got everything, everything outside of them, everything. But that is not where you derive fulfillment from. You derive it on the inside of you. And you need to have that spiritual fulfillment, that peace, that joy. I say this. This is why I, I, I say that. And, and Sandy's asked this question a few times. That, what about when you're going through it? How do you, how do you, how do, you do it well, when you're going through it? Is the thing, if your mind is seeking and a set and you have settled because you've died to those desires, you're really not going through it. He can get to a place, folks, and we should get to this place where nothing else matters. There's a great song, nothing else matters but to be with you, Jesus. You can get to that place where you don't even feel it. Just as Mary Lou was saying, something she dread, she gets joy from. Clearly, clearly, you know, Paul was in prison. I mean, and you can imagine the prison of those days. I mean, the prison of those days were, oh, but when, you have this sense of fulfillment on the inside. It overpowers the distasteful circumstances on the outside. We're running around trying to find outside fulfillment. It's never going to happen, really. It's never 
gonna happen. It's, it's, it's an exercise in futility. It's almost like running around trying to get air in a bag. Really, it's never gonna happen. Or trying to get grab grab the wind in your hands. Oh, I've got some wind in my hands. No, it's never, ever, ever going to happen. We are supposed to be fulfilled on the inside. And the only way that can happen is if our mind is set on the heavenly realm. Look at the earthly realm. Sandy sent me a text today, a mass shooting in Nigeria. I told my son about our church in Nigeria. Let me tell you something, folks. We're getting to a place now where people, oh, oh, just another shooting. Really, they'll flick it over. Really, that's what we're getting. You know, you know what, what Jesus said? When iniquity abounds, this is on the Olivet Discourse, where iniquity abounds, the love of many will wax cold. In other words, what he was saying, there's going to be so much of this stuff going on. It's going to be so abundant. People will just become cold to it. People will just be desensitized to it. Oh, well, what's going on, Dad? Oh, just another shooting. I don't know, a couple of hundred people, whatever. Really, that's what he was saying. Where iniquity abounds, where all of this stuff just going on, really. And it's now when God is raising up a group of people to truly show and demonstrate to this world that he's still alive regardless of the darkness. We can live this abundant life. We can live in joy in the midst of darkness. Hey, Christians have gone through it before. They went through it for a couple of, couple of centuries of persecution, right? So we can, because they didn't depend on what was going on on the outside. And that's what I'm saying. That question of what about when you're going through it. If your mind is seeking the things above and is set on that target above and then get settled because your mind is seeking and is set, so you're settled because these desires have dissipated, right? And you're getting all of your fulfillment from the heavenly realm like that umbilical cord, right? You're getting all of that fulfillment there, the joy, the peace, so you're not deriving it from external circumstances. My word, you're going to be in a bad state if you're trying to derive it from the external circumstances going on in this world, right? But if you're doing that, then yet yeah, you will be so fulfilled. You'll have a peace and a joy. As I said, it's like, Nothing can happen to you on the outside. It's nothing, really. This is the secret. This is true Christianity. But your mind has got to trust on things above. You can't trust in earthly solutions. You can't. You've got to trust in the heavenly. The power pass, passes power. We were always meant to be supernatural. The fall of mankind made us natural beings. We were always meant 
to be inhabited by God. And if our mind is fed by seeking things above, things below will not bother us as much. There were 12 people, 12, well, 11, to turn the world upside down. Turn the world upside down. But you've got to trust in this, folk. You can't serve two masters, really. So you've either got to set your mind on things above. That's why I say set. Think about that. Think about locking in a target. It's set. It's seek and then set, right? It can't be, you can't be singing that song, I'm a wanderer. I'm a wonder, I go around and around and around. No, you have got to be set, locked in on that target, right? Locked in, keeping your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. No, oh, I was set, Robert, I was set on Monday. Oh, Tuesday, I wasn't so set. Not gonna do you any good. You have got to be set. And then when you die to those desires, those emotions, right, that fluctuate, you'll have that constant joy and that peace. And that's when you can truly start conquering. Really, you can truly start conquering. People are going out to get this sense of fulfillment. We are supposed to go out with it. We are supposed to go out with it. Where are we going to get it? Where? Where are we going to get it? No, we are supposed to go out with it. That's why Jesus said, you will receive power. They say, go out and get it. You will receive power. And then when they went out, a guy who was a coward became a warrior. Right, so we've now received this power, but what we have to do is we have to channel it right by setting, seeking, and then we're settled. No longer do these desires control us. Nothing controlled Jesus, nothing. And once you are settled, that's when you're living the abundant life. You have no itch that the enemy can scratch. None. So some prayer points. It's Lord God, give me the grace to seek, set, and settle. Right now, seek, set, and settle, Lord God. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We pray, Lord God, that you will give us the grace to seek, set and settle, Lord God. Give us that grace, Father Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. I'm gonna say this prayer point. Lord God, take away all need to perform in front of people. You know, there's some people's lives been a pantomime. And it's, you know what, it's okay. Listen, we've all been insecure. But now, let me tell you who we are to be performing for. 
audience of one, folks. Audience of one. Okay? Audience of one. So it's, Lord God, give me the grace to be on stage, to perform just for you. Not for people, Lord God, but to be a God pleaser, not a people pleaser. As I say, you can't serve two masters. It's not possible. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We praise your holy name. Father, I pray that you will give us the grace, Lord God, to be on stage, to perform for you, Lord God, to do what's pleasing to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Is the prayer point before I do the, um, the caring call. It's, Lord God, give me the grace to push aside the things that prevent me from seeking, from setting, from settling, Lord God, on you. The things, there are things, there are distractions galore. Give me the grace, Lord God, to push them aside, Lord God. There's a lot of time we want, oh no, this long-term stuff, I don't want to wait for that. We wanted this instant gratification. Lord God, give me the grace to push aside the things, Lord God, that prevent me from seeking, setting, and settling, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We just praise your holy name. We pray, we ask for the grace to push aside the things that prevent us from seeking, setting on you, and to, to settling, Lord God, to dying to self, to dying to our desires, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Caring call. Anyone who doesn't know the Lord, please repeat this prayer with me. It will change your life if you don't know him. And please, you know what? Get in contact with Sandy if you need any help with your walk, right? Get in contact with her. You get in contact with me, right? If you need any help with your walk after this. Father Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood so that I might be saved. Lord God, I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I will not be ashamed of you, Lord. Give me the grace, Lord God, to seek you, to set on you, Father, Lord God, to settle, Lord God, Jesus Christ. Take away all of my desires, Father, Lord God. Give me the grace to grow and to know you, Lord God. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.